AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV. Uh, a couple of days after a very dramatic night at Wembley Arena, uh, obviously disappointing from a British point of view with Joe Joyce getting knocked down and really shocking to see him down in a in a ring. It's the first time we've ever seen it from a, from a world-class punch from July Zhang. Just your, your thoughts a couple of days after that, please, Frank. Well, it's a tremendous punch. And if you'd have caught anybody with that shot, I'm sure you'd have knocked him over. It was a perfect punch. You know, going into that round, uh, both the judges had it even, one apiece. I mean, Joe was doing the right thing, certainly in the first round and working on the inside and and, and stepping to his, to his left. That's how you negate a southpaw. But uh, come the third round, we got caught a couple of times in the second round. Um, and he also, uh, you know, he threw quite a few, he threw a few shots himself, but uh, he just got caught. He, he got standing square on and got hit with a, a couple of good shots. And that last punch was a phenomenal punch that would have knocked any, anybody over. Just didn't cope with a southpaw style. He just didn't cope with it. It's the first time he's ever been on the floor as a pro. Mm. I know it was a tremendous punch, and Zhang is, a, is an absolute unit of a, of a man, a huge heavyweight. Um, but, you know, we've seen Joe's career right from the start um, has taken punishment throughout his whole career uh, in the amateurs and the pros, and, of course, loads of rounds inspiring hasn't been a problem for him so far because he just walks through everyone but do you think it's potentially caught up with him and his punch resistance is going well he got caught with a good if you get hit no matter how big you are big you are and how strong your chin you get hit with the right shot you'll go you know he got hit with some really good shots against joseph parker yet some of the journalists who are really slagging him off now um were saying he was it was a world-class performance the juggernaut he would give Tyson Fury all the problems in the world. That's what they were saying. You know, he got caught, and he got caught by a guy who's 40 years of age, who's a big man and has done everything, has been asked him as a pro. I think, you know, as I said on Saturday to you, even these loss against um, Hergovic, I thought he won that fight. But anyway, that was, you know, wasn't the end of the world for that defeat. But he's put himself into a strong position. You know, after the first fight... Joe asked for the rematch 
um, and that was his prerogative. And, and and unfortunately, it didn't work out for it. Frank, you know, Joe in the ring and you guys have worked him to a position where he was the uh, interim WBO champion, mandatory. Um, didn't have to take this fight with Zhang in the first place. It was a voluntary shot. Now, obviously, him and his team agreed to take this fight with Zhang. It's good for yourselves because it's good television, a good fight, etc. But lots of regrets now from Team Joyce about even entering this. Well, I'm sure they they may have regrets, but you, can, you know it is what it is. You can't turn back the clock. And let's get it right. You've got to understand from our perspective, we're called Queensbury Promotions, and there lies the club. We are promoters, so we start we sign boxers up, and we put put fights together. We hope we will sell to the public. We get behind our fighters, and there are times where fighters that we sign, like Zhang uh, Zhang signed with us. And Joe and Dubois and so forth, we put them together. We don't shy away from it. We put the fights together and the best the best will come through on the particular night. And it's not the end of the world for losers. We go with them. We don't discard guys. We work with them. As I mean, the proof's in the pudding. We've done that over the years. Um, and the heavyweight division is a lively division. We've made some really good fights over the last few years with our heavyweights. Good fights. Dubois, Joe Joyce. Uh, Dubois, we uh, we got him into a position and worked very hard to get him in a position to become the WBA regular champion. And as regard and, and as a result of getting him in that position, he got a crack at the world title and was very unlucky not to have had a stoppage, which was well documented. My view on that was a a, a legitimate punch and would have been the end of that fight, but we worked hard to get in there. And it's the same with Joe. We worked very hard with Joe, had him bought his contract off of Richard Schaefer's company. We bought that contract because we believed in him and have got behind him, contrary to what some people think, and worked very hard to get him into his position, which he, he'd done the work in the ring. You know, very good manager he's got in Adam Morley. He's done a fantastic job, brilliant job. He's a, he's a joy to work with. And... As a sub champion, which made him a mandatory, he's had a couple of fights and lost that position there. Now I'm being I'm, I'm asked on the night, what do you think he should do next? How can I answer that question on the night? What I'm going to say, like you know, come out. Oh, well, there's plenty of fights there. Do this, do that. No, he's got to sit back, and I'm sure he's had time for to reflect. And I've read in a couple of um, interviews that he wants to fight on. I went to see him after we'd done the interviews in the dressing room and spoke with him. And I just said to him, like, I'm telling you, we're with him. Whatever he chooses to do, we'll be with him. We'll work with him. If he wants to continue fighting, then we'll work with him. And if he wants to continue fighting, he's got he's got a tough climb back. He's just, he's just had a, 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 he's coming off of two losses, and one of them was a severe knockout. So what am I lying when he's got, he's got to come back and, If he comes back, he's got to get involved in some, get back to the top. But there are some fights there, domestic fights. And when I say domestic fights, they're against guys who are ranked in the top 10 of the world domestically. That's not a step backwards. There are fights there if he wants to do that. And it's a big if if he wants to do it. If he does and his team wants to after they've had their discussions, then I will I, I will do, move heaven and earth to work with him and help him. Well, you received a lot of criticism, Frank, about suggesting, you know, Joe should retire when you did your interviews on Saturday. That's his choice. 
you know, the criticism I got was I was giving him up. I didn't say that. They don't, people don't listen. They don't listen to what I said. I know what I said. So they need to go back and listen rather than just grab a, grab something out of the air and interpret it into something it wasn't even how on earth they can interpret what I said into some of the criticism. I, I, I don't understand, is it named Savannah Marshall? That promoter's giving him up. and what, Where did she get that from? I don't understand where that comes from. I, you see, I find that very strange she should say something like that. But anyway, I can't be responsible for what they say. I can only be responsible for what I do. And what um, and what I intend to do, and I intend to stand by Joe Joyce, the same as I stood by Daniel Dubois, and the same as I stand by any fighter that I work with. If they fall into difficulties, if they get beat, we bring them back. There's two fighters on that card. One suffered a serious hand injury, and in Zach Parker, which was a final elimination for the world title, we brought him back in. We've got we got behind him. And we, we hopefully he'll be back in in contention and get another crack at the title. We've done the same. With, with Anthony Yard. That's what we do. We stick by our guys. We don't discard them. Not, I wouldn't do that. And I certainly wouldn't do it because I like I, I like working and I like the people who are around them. And we work very well with them. Okay. Let's just say uh, Joe sticks with his decision, which was in the dressing room. He said he wants to carry on. I even put the Daniel Dubois rematch to him because I look around um, sort of the heavyweight division, and, and that makes sense as a narrative, as a story. Many people might fancy Daniel in that fight now. Um, so, depending on what happens with the WBA appeal, Frank, could that be something that we work towards, Daniel and Joe? Well, we've got to see what happens. First of all, is, I mean, you know, he's got to make his decision. I know he said what he said after the fight, and lots of people say things immediately after a fight. You know, as a bad knockout, and he needs time to sit and think about what he wants to do. And I'm sure, as I say, discuss it with the good people he's got around him. Once he makes his decision, then we could look at the landscape. He's not going to be fighting for a while now. He's suspended at the moment because it was a, a, a knockout, so he can't train, he can't spar. So once he's ready, then we'll we'll have a chat. There's no there's no rush whatsoever, no rush. But to get back to where he was before these two fights. He's got a hill to climb. And if anyone says any different, they're mad. Of course he's got a hill to climb. What level do you think he's at now, Joe Joyce? He's in the top 10 of the world. He's still in the top 10 of the world. He, he, he's got beaten by a guy who's, who I think is in the top four of the world. He's still there despite it. I, I just think he could not cope with the set. He didn't see, he could not, for some reason, cope with that Southpaw style. Fights before that, he's done extremely well. You, only, you can only say what you see. Let's talk about the winner in terms of Zhilai Zhang. Um, has there been any contact from China about staging a fight there for Zhilai? We had, we've had some interest from there, and we're, we're something we consider. I mean, he, he desperately wants to fight in his home country, and you can understand that. But if he doesn't, then he'll fight here because he's, you know, the, He's, he's built a reputation up. I mean, he's an exciting fighter. There's no doubt about that. He's a very, very good fighter. He's a big, heavy-handed guy. And he's, a, again, a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. He's got good people around him. The, the two managers are Mills Lane's son, the famous mm. boxing referee. Let's get it on. That's their, yeah. he, he's their, their, that's their dad. So they're boxing people, and they've done a good job with their man. They've done a very good job with him, and I hope, you know, and we, we've we've um, given him an opportunity and he's taken that opportunity. Hopefully, 
uh, we get sort of a unification, undisputed fight with with Tyson and Alexander, you know, early next year. Uh, we're end of September now. So have you discussed with uh, Terry and Tommy in terms of Gilai's managers about what the next step is for, for him? Well, being realistic, I don't think the WBO will call for a fight before next summer. Yeah. And before that, the IBF have got it's their turn. So nothing's going to happen before then. So he want to be yeah, he want to be busy and we'll we'll get him out and we'll make him busy. There's some good fights to be made with him. Deontay Wilder needs an opponent. <laughs> what an exciting fight that would be if he fancied it. What an exciting fight. Well, yeah, I mean, that would sell in America, that would sell in China. You could do it. Could do I it. absolutely agree with you. And it, look, and you know, he's been on the road all the time, hasn't he? That's what he's done. He's been on the road and he's uh, been very successful what he's done. Certainly, I'll tell you what, he's won the English, English fans over, that's for sure. Yeah, he has, he has. Uh, you know, how much of a chance do you give him against the likes of Usyk, Wilder, even Tyson, Frank? Because he catches anyone with a shot like that, they're going to have to have extremely good chins to get over it. I mean, he pole they're pole-axing punches. That was a pole-axing punch, a perfect shot. Um, you know, Tyson's got a great chin, but you've seen him go over as he did against a big, big punch in heavyweight and Deontay Wilder, but he got up, so he's got a great chin. Um, Deontay Wilder uh, and him, what a fight that would be. That would be a shootout because they wouldn't get out of the way of each other, that's for sure. And Usyk? And Joshua. Yeah. Usyk, I fancy him against Usyk. I think he's a big, big man. I fancy him. You know, Usyk's a very, very good fighter. And I know I'm repeating myself as always, but he, I fancied Daniel Dubois would give him a tough fight. I fancied if he caught him, he'd beat him. And he exposed him. He showed what we all know, what we, we know in the business, because we do know something about the business. We're pretty good at guiding fighters. And I know that he struggles with a shot to the body. And that was shown. It was, and it's been, and it, I've seen that in the past. He certainly wouldn't take a punch off of this guy. You just mentioned Joshua there as well. I mean, obviously, Zhang's with you, Joshua's with Matram. Do you think that could get done? Well, wouldn't you much rather see that than him fight another fight like he did last time? I'd like to see Joshua Zhang. Yeah, it'd be a good fight. Do you not think the public won't come out for that? That's a that's a stadium fight. That is a stadium fight. But they didn't make it when they had the same promoter. They ducked him. And to be honest, you can see why. Okay. Um, anything you want to sort of add about the main event before we move on for the rest of the card, Frank? No, I just thought I just thought it, I thought you know it was what it was, and you know, and and obviously uh, the fallout of it is there's a new there's a guy now who's who's announced himself in a big way on the heavyweight stage, and 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 Gillet's done that, and then you and, and Joe, it's an is is yet another story. That's another story. Can he if he does decide he's going to fight on, can he get back? Can he get back to where he was? Can he do it? And that's just that that. Only time will tell. But whatever it takes, if he wants to go down that road, we're there to help him. He's a you know, he's a really, really good guy. He's one of the good guys in boxing. Quickly ask as well, uh, you, you might not want to divulge too much into it, but 
contractually with Zhang. How long are we looking at, roughly, Frank? We're okay. Don't you worry about that. Okay, I think that's the answer. That answer gives gives enough there. Uh, let's talk about um, heavyweight still. Moses Talma, easy night's work for him. Um, he was frustrated in his last fight uh, at Telford. I know, I know you were as well uh, with the opponent tucking up, etc. cetera. But um, yeah, made light work of his opponent in this Saturday first round stoppage. Well, he made, he made what, you know, what impressed me about it, you know, and I looked at what he, the shots he threw were unbelievable. But the speed, the hand speed, I watched that back afterwards when I got home on slow motion when they, on, on TNT they showed the slow motion looked like normal time. You look at normal speed, it's phenomenal, phenomenally fast hands. I mean, really, really fast hands. It's like a flyweight the way he's throwing, you know, throwing those fast punches. Phenomenal and very accurate. You know, he's, as we all know, he's only 18. He's got a way to go yet. But I'll tell you what, he can fight. He's got he's got a fabulous, fabulous eye, real good eye. It really has. And, uh, you know, I, I, I love it. I love watching him. Well, I know there's going to be a, a big announcement about him, so we can't say yet. But, yeah, we'll leave it at that, maybe. We will. <laughs> uh Anthony Yard, I mean, the opponent offered really nothing, did he, Frank, on Saturday? Well, he, yeah, look, let, let's get it right. First of all, the opponent, he'd been out for nine months and he, he had an opponent who pulled out a couple of days before the fight. So we had to work hard or the matchmaker had to work hard to find somebody, found somebody. And, you know, he, he, I, I'm not going to dress it up in any way. It was what it was. But he got the rust out of his system. And now... Um, he's got to step up, which he wants to step up for a big fight. And we want to make a big fight. And the ideal fight would be the winner of a fight between Guatsi and Aziz. We had no problem whatsoever making that fight whilst we're waiting to get him a shot at the world title. His next fight's got to be a big fight. He's got the cobwebs out of his system. Now we move on. Okay, we'll just see what happens with Boatsy and Aziz, and I'm sure we'll have a conversation straight after about uh, any talks with uh, Anthony Arden making that fight. Zach Parker, what did you make of his return? I thought he boxed well. You know, I mean, you got him. I mean, I think if you see the the scar on his hand from the operation, he really busted his hand in that in that final eliminator against John Ryder. I'm not taking anything away from John, but he did bust his hand up badly. He's had a had a serious operation on it. And what is it? It's a long time now. He's been out for he's been out for quite a while himself. But I thought he eased himself back in well. He's brought some lovely shots, and he's an, again he's a lovely guy to work with, you know. And he's he's got a good manager in Neil Marsh, and they just want big fights. That's all they ask for is big fights. They don't want any anything in between. They just want big fights. So we've got to make sure we deliver for it. Well, he called it Anthony Yard, but that's a bit unrealistic, isn't it? The stage Yard is at in his career. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, down the road, that's a good fight. I mean, you know, if he moves up a weight to light heavyweight, that'd be a great fight, wouldn't it? Light heavyweight. I don't know, but um, he can fight a super middleweight or light heavyweight. And, you know, he's a very, very capable fighter. He's shown that for me. I mean, I really do like him. I like watching him. And it, as I say, it's unfortunate what happened with his hand in his previous fight. Um, but he's back. And he's raring to go, and uh, and he's very very capable fighter. He's another one of these youngsters that we got who I think will go places eventually. Here, Sir Leary, thoughts on this fight? Tough opponent. Uh, he, he, I thought he was. I thought for quite a few rounds he had to get him out of his shell. 
he was really tucking up well. He didn't want to get caught. And I thought Pierce really worked hard. He was throwing some nice, lovely shots. He was picking his shots well. And I think that I think they were really good rounds under his belt. Um, latter rounds, the guy came into it. He opened up a bit himself. I thought it was a, I thought it was a really, really good fight for him. I know you've got a soft spot for Royston Barney-Smith, who was back out uh, on Saturday. Well, Denny boxed well. I mean, he's still, he's only a young boy. He's only, what is he now, 19? That was a good win for him against a guy who comes to fight. Certainly, you know, certainly fan, the, the fellow, you know, fancied it. He'd come, he, he, he come to fight. And uh, I think Royston done brilliantly. Some threw some lovely shots. He's a good fighter. He's a, he's a really good quality young prospect. Got a lot to learn, but he's a good prospect. Well, a few hours later, uh, we saw the return of Conor Ben uh, in Orlando. Uh, did you catch any of the fight? What did you make of it? I said, well, he done done what he had to do, didn't he? I mean, it's nothing special. He was watching. He did what he had to do. Um, in one of those small ballroom promotions, it was what it was. And uh, I, I thought they was having the, the fight in the rooms where we normally have our press conferences in. But... Um, yeah, he'd done what he had to do. Yeah, old T, old T boy there. I went and asked him, what's the difference between a small hall and a small ballroom? Those, oh, those old pants he's got on, they've got small ballrooms. They're, they're now talking about doing a, a fight with Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, at the end of December in this country. They're targeting. I, I just don't see... The narrative is just complete and utterly dishonest. For a limited time, Outback Steakhouse has a new three-course meal called the Aussie Aussie Aussie. With so many mouth-watering options, the Aussie 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 is a deal worth celebrating. With soup or salad, five bold and flavorful entrees to choose from, and a New York-style cheesecake for dessert. New York? That's not Australian. The Aussie Aussie Aussie. Three courses starting at just $16.99, available at Outback for a limited time. Outback, no rules, just right. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Why did it? Why didn't they announce this fight until three days before it took place? You know, I did that. Try to get it to go under the under the net. They'd announced it earlier. There would have been a lot of resistance. There'd been a lot of phone calls going into Florida from the press and media. There would have been the border control making a proper representation to them, saying to them that he is he was a British license holder at the time he failed those tests. And under the terms of being a British license holder, he's not appeared before their designated uh, court, if you want to call it, of, of who hear these matters, which is UCAD. Been no hearing. He's not, he's not been cleared. They keep saying he's been cleared. He has not been cleared. He's not had a hearing to determine why he had those substances in his body. If I'm lying, sue me. Frank Smith um, addressed, you know, some some questions from the media after uh, Connor's fight, and essentially was saying it's private information. He he's dealt with everything that he he needs to. He hasn't dealt with it. 
Why does the Why public need private? to know? What? Listen, Zaloni Tetti, you... I mean, they kept throwing that. Everyone was throwing that out at me about Teddy. Oh, Teddy failed his test. What's happening there? I've kept it quiet. One by one, we weren't even told. And we read about it in the media. That's how we were informed. But you know what I said at the time? He's got to go through the process. If he wants to fight again, he's got to go and clear himself and explain why he has substances that are banned and on the banned list of UCAD and VADA at the time in his system. And if he does that, great. If he doesn't, then he's going to be banned. And what happened? You had the hearing. You went through the process and got banned. They have not done that. And why would you keep saying it's private? Why is it private? What's private about it? He's fighting. He's out there fighting people. And people fighting an opponent who wants to know, is this guy clean or not? He was talking more yeah, about. You know, I'm, 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 is he clean? Is he can? Is he clear to box? Of course, he's not clear to box in the UK. Otherwise, he would have a license. He's not clear. It's bullshit. And all he keeps talking about the T boy is all this stuff just all the time to keep keep taking people's mind off the truth and the facts. And the facts are he has not been tested. He is not sorry. He has not had a hearing for those. Positive test, no hearing, no explanation given why that's in his system. Boxing border control, he has not got a license, nor has he applied to be relicensed for him. And they won't relicense him until he has the hearing. And that's it. I think he also called Robert Smith a pillock. What is that all about? I mean, who is this guy? I mean, a pillock? I mean, who, who, I mean, it's it's insulting. I don't know. How he, I really, I, I don't get this. Uh, how he's even got the sheep to say anything like this when this is the fella that hid that test from his brother-in-law. He must think his brother-in-law is a pillock as well because he didn't tell him about it. His point about uh, the public knowing, he said in his own words, for example, why does a builder need need to know what's going on with Connor Ben's case? Why does a builder? Who's the builder? Bob the builder? I don't know. Why Why does a builder? No, the public need to know. You know why? Because what you're doing as the member of the public, you're buying tickets for a fight or you're paying for a pay-per-view. And in the meantime, someone's tested positive and you're booking a hotel because you live outside London. You're coming down to watch that fight. And in the meantime, your opponent's training for a fight and he's unaware, but not being made aware by his brother-in-law that the fella he's in the ring with, having to kill himself to make weight, has failed a drug test for performance-enhancing drugs. And there lies the truth of the matter. They're called performance-enhancing drugs. They're to make you a better fighter, to give you an illegal advantage over your opponent. And you hid that from your brother-in-law or your in-law, whatever you want to call him. Pillock. Frank, what did you make of um, talking about the board? What did you make of the... I haven't actually watched it because uh, I was busy covering your fight week and, and stuff, but uh, the documentary that surfaced on Channel 4 about the board, do you know what I'm talking about? I thought it was a load of rubbish. Yeah. I thought it was a load of rubbish. I really did. I don't, you know, look, we, we're all... This racist stuff is is a very... How can I put it? It's 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 raw, 
and it actually you look at it and you think to yourself it's an easy thing to talk about in boxing which which really are get upset back because i think boxing is the least racist sport out of all the sports um one of the most famous promoters in boxing was don king um and the referees they talked about the two referees they're okay those referees but you know be honest i've seen some of their performances and i don't think that some of their performances were up to scratch but i can say that also against a couple of white referees who are still licensed who sometimes i look at them and think how on earth are they still got it but that's that's that is what's happened but to say that they're being barred because they're black i do not believe that for one second and it should be about black white pink we are it's about are you confident or not because you're in the middle of two guys who are trying to knock the blocks off each other and you have to have a competent official and you have to be out and if you're a, a judge you have to be competent to score in fights and that is really at the end of the day what it's all about i don't know about the young girls i don't i don't I didn't quite understand what that was all about but i, I felt it was uh I felt it was, I don't believe it anyway. I, don't, I just don't believe it's about racism. I think it's about people, whether they're competent or not. Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, in terms of what's on the horizon for Queensbury, obviously you've got your October 6th show uh, that got pushed back from September 15th with Alex Zorro, who had a spectacular win last time at your call, knocking he out did. Jose Burton. Uh, He's back out. Well, we're... Well, we, we could make our mind up whether to go to the small ballroom or back to York Hall. So we're going to York Hall and it'll be a cracking show. It's a really good show. But all our youngsters again, I'm putting our youngsters on, not the big name fighters because they've got to make their way. The youngsters are on at York Hall and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, you know, uh, that'll be on. And then we've got a really good show, which we'll be announcing soon in Manchester. Multi-titles on the show, old school boxing, really good quality quality event everyone will like it proper proper fights it's uh, it's going to be quite interesting some really good fights amongst boxers that we have on our promotion like a couple of guys that we promote both of them we're putting them together so it's going to be some good fights on there is that in november that show that's in november and we've got a big show as well that we'll be doing in london in december again with some quality fights on there Okay, and we'll be doing another one at York Hall because we've got to keep our reputation going as a not a small ballroom promoter. You forgot October twenty eighth as well in Riyadh. I was just ah, uh, uh, I thought we could try and get through this without mentioning. Now, that's a listen. That's a mega event, a mega event, and we're all looking forward to that. Not far away now; it's a month away. Month away till Riyadh, it is indeed. Frank, is there anything else you want to sort of add before we close off? Anything you want to say? No, I'm just wondering what you're going to do this this week. Is it Wednesday? If Chelsea don't score a goal on Wednesday, how are you going to go a month competition? Yeah, we've got we've got Brighton, so they go in as favourites. To be honest, the way they've been playing recently. Um, oh no! Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it was quite an interesting game yesterday. The old uh, derby match between Arsenal and Spurs. Well, I well we, we kicked I off at we the same were, time, were so I was. I wish I stayed and watched that really instead of paying fifty pounds. Yeah, well, we could, it was it was a very the atmosphere was unbelievable. It was really exciting, and I thought I hate to see it as Arsenal fans, but I thought uh, Spurs um, came into their own a bit in the second half. Luckily, do you reckon you'll win the league or not? 
I, I, I think we need a real high quality striker. We've got some good, a couple of good players were out yesterday, and Rice got injured as well. So Trussard was out, and um, and so was Martinelli. So we struggled a bit in that department, but um, they, we, we can get all our guys fit. We got, a, I think, we got a good chance. I mean, Man City at the moment are looking like monsters, aren't they? I mean, mm. you think De Bruyne's out and they're still bloody up there. Mm. Like, like they don't even miss him. A great player like him. Okay, Frank, appreciate your time and uh, we shall speak soon, hopefully. We certainly will, young man. <laughs> Take care, all the best. Be good. Sports Social Podcast Network.